Hey y'all, this is Courtney and Imani, and you're listening to the Soul Sisters Podcast. This is episode nine of the Soul Sisters podcast. If you are listening in for the first time, thank you for joining us. And you are now officially part of the SSP community. So welcome. And for those of you who tuned in for our previous episodes, thank you for the, for the support. We've seen the um, likes, the tweets, uh, the posts on Instagram stories, Facebook comments, everything. So we really just appreciate y'all for supporting SSP. Sissy, Hmm? how are you doing? I am well. I'm tired, but I'm well, if that makes sense, if I can be both at the same time. Um, I'm good, like, just chilling. I'm getting more into this baking thing, like, like really deep into it I'm finding myself that I'm baking something every week and to the point this is how what okay y'all so we definitely said that we weren't gonna have any sweets um Uh, starting from the beginning of November up until Thanksgiving (laughs) and she's telling me she's been, been baking every week I've been baking bread bread is not a sweet I've been making bread girl I almost said Rose. something else um <laughs> oh heck okay just I've been making rolls because last week did I you not one- post cookies on your IG story the other day listen uh, okay. that was a that was a class and Oh, snap. So you just, just baked the cookies, but you didn't eat them? Dog. I, so, y'all, I took a cookie-making class at work. We have, like, cooking classes at work that we can take for free. And I did take a cookie-making class. I didn't even think about that. I, I had, did it. Girl. <laughs> y'all. I had day one two, cookie. Day two, she had something sweet. And I was like, golly. I, had, I can't. You cannot be my accountability partner. Listen, because. Because you're trying work, to be Betty Crocker. No. no. Because at work, there's so many foods around. I'm going to tell you right now. We Our office got reinvented. Re, Self-control. Um, listen. Self-control. It's, That's the fruit of the spirit. Self-control. Listen, our <laughs> office. Hmm. Got renovated and it's opening back up. And they sent an email talking about some. There will be a donut wall. Listen, I'm letting you know now. I'm getting a donut. I'm I'm letting you know now. That's because fine. you do that. I can't. Mm-hmm. So anyway, y'all, I bake. That's what I do. I have made probably between last week and this week two, three dozen of uh rolls. Um. And to the point where I am starting my grocery habit, like my grocery list is changing. Like I'm buying unsalted butter because it works better when I bake. It's, it's crazy. What about you, Sissy? Me. So recently I've been really focused on holistic health. 
Mm. And um, using these health insurance benefits because it mm. is a privilege. So I've been going to all of my medical appointments mm-hmm. um, and just making sure I am as healthy as I can be. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really encouraging people to use those benefits if you have them, especially black folk, because we have yeah. a tendency to not want to go to the doctor's. Um, yeah, it, mm-hmm, Courtney's guilty of that, so, <sighs> anywho, I just gave her a look, y'all, but, um, so I'm really focused on that, because one thing that my father says is that the Lord is forgiving, but the body is not, Child. so I'm really focused on just being as healthy as I can be, even gonna go to the chiropractor, which I want to encourage more black people to go to the chiropractor. I just made an appointment. Oh, yes. You in the vein. So I really want to encourage more people of color, more black people to go to the chiropractor because I really feel like that's an essential part of holistic health. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people out here talking about neck issues, back issues. Mm-hmm. Go to the chiropractor. So yes. that's really been my focus, and it just makes me very grateful to have health insurance, to yeah. have an HSA and have the means to pay for medical expenses, which is definitely a benefit. So mm-hmm. that's what I've been focusing on. And I've been just really trying to take care of my body because we only get one. Our bodies are the temple of the Lord. Yeah. You know, and I, I want to live my best life and be as healthy as I can be so he can use me how he sees fit. Mm, that's good. And that's something I've realized, like working closely with our benefits team is like how important it is to use our benefits. And Imani gets to me all the time because I can be sick, don't feel good. And I will, she'll be like, go to the doctor. I'm like, no, I do not want to go to the doctor. Why should I go to the doctor? But honestly, in the past week, I literally have just made so many appointments. It's like, I have all these benefits that I'm yes. paying for. And the year's almost over. Exactly. So you need to get your annual visits in. So exactly. That's that. Um, To transition into today's topic, during our last episode, we did a deep dive into our relationships with our fathers and how those relationships have impacted our romantic relationships. Today, we are going to kick off a two-part, I don't want to say series, but sure, (laughs) let's say that, series on romantic relationships. And this week, we will speak to our previous experience with relationships. And next week, we'll focus more on the present moment and the future. Mm -hmm. Um, So y'all are going to hear about (laughs) our past relationships. And I'm laughing because I know my parents listen faithfully. (laughs) So it's going to be interesting to get their feedback, but I, this is something that is important to talk about, and it's timely, you know, because cuffing season has happened, and holidays are coming up, and everyone is booed up, trying to get booed up, and whatnot, and I think it's something that we need to discuss. I agree. Yeah, so let's get into it. And we already talked about this first question from the last episode, but just to kind of tie the two in together and make a good segue from uh, last week to this week, Courtney, how has your relationship with your father impacted your romantic relationships? Yeah, um, if you listen to the previous episode, I've talked more in detail about like the relationship with my dad. Um, because we do not have a close relationship and like just the things that have happened um 
in my life my relationship with my dad has impacted my romantic relationships i'm extremely careful um too careful in regards to like entertaining people or you know and like letting guys in and like i don't entertain nobody like I, if i really like you like that says a lot if i'm entertaining you that says a whole lot so i'm really careful and just making sure that i don't get hurt um, i'm really protective over myself so i do not experience heartbreak or things like that so that's how i would say like um my relationship with my dad has impacted my romantic relationships how about you for me my relationship with my daddy has made me very comfortable mm. with men and honestly that comfort comfortability stems from feeling a sense of protection because when i am with my daddy or with other men i feel protected mm. and it's kind of crazy being here living by myself not having a man in a house and i think not i think i know god's been really like testing how much faith I have in him and his protection. Mm. But overall, I've never had trust issues with men. And I've never, ever, ever been hesitant <laughs> to form romantic or platonic relationships with men. I mm. love men. Shout out to the men out there. <laughs> Shout out to all the men of God out there. <laughs> girl don't don't mind me don't mind me Courtney can you tell us about your previous relationship or relationships if it's more than one um (laughs) how did it begin and how did it end or why did it end Jesus be a whole fence all right so I've only been in one relationship my whole life i was a part of the disney dreamers academy which is like this program for you had to submit a picture and girl i remember showing uh, my my math teacher um she was sort of like an auntie like a mom at school and i looked at his picture and i told her i was like that's my future husband like that's it the literally the first time we saw each other my math teacher texted me she was like have you met your future husband yet and that's literally when i saw him and we locked out it was okay you thought it was a sign i was like this is it (laughs) this is it god like this is my husband oh my gosh so we met we clicked um like we just we started talking about life plans and things like that um and we just this was senior years of high school we both were seniors and um we just sort of became really good friends over the course uh, after the program and over the summer he started to pursue me and y'all not being in a relationship um ever i was like i don't know how i feel about this because you're all the way in kentucky and i'm in south carolina like how is this gonna work so i like i like did not want no parts of this at all and i remember um started school started college and we just got closer and it was for months it was like we were already dating without officially dating like we were very much so exclusive but without a title so (laughs) an issue right and so i think that was august 
October came and this was the week of homecoming. And I said, listen, if you're not going to make me your girlfriend, we're going to end all this right now because I don't have time for games. I don't have time to figure out what, you, what I am to you and blah, blah, blah. So I ended it, whatever it was. He watched every single Insta story, Snapchat of homecoming. And then after that week, he was like, I just don't, I don't want to mess this up with you. So like, let's move forward. Moving forward. I, I was so dumb. We still didn't have no title. <laughs> we didn't have a title until mm. December. Did not have a title until December. So December happened. I think I was, for one, one of the things I think I was scared, even though I wanted the title, I was very much so scared because he was in um kentucky i was like how um so december comes around we got a title cool it had been march had was about to come around it had been a year since we had seen each other since disney dreamers and as a girlfriend you're like oh, i want to see you blah 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 y'all i wish to this day i could have never said that ever um so come home for spring break and I'm home for spring break. And this was the time where my mom was planning her wedding and things like that. So my mom woke up early one morning and my, and like completely disappeared. And I was like, where are you at? Like, where? and she was like, I'm doing stuff for the wedding. So I'm like, okay. And she called me back like a couple hours. I was like, get dressed. We're going to do some more errands for the wedding. I'm like, cool, whatever. We get, they get home and everyone's acting so weird. Like I'm sitting here like, what is wrong with y'all? Everyone was stalling. No one was getting in the car. I was like, what the heck is going on? So come, I finally get in the car and I'm waiting and he comes out the house. <laughs> and I did not recognize this man. Did not recognize my own boyfriend. I was like, who? I thought it was my stepdad's cousin. Like, I realized I realized, did not have any clue who he was. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, it was one of those, like, okay. That's when it went downhill when we, first, when we, like, met after that year in person when he came to surprise me. Um, Of course, we were long distance, so things, like, are weird and, like, it's just weird. Um, I realized that I did not like him when <laughs> once we were in person. I was like, I don't like you. You're actually very annoying. <laughs> like I I was and everything just went downhill after that. And then this was like the week I was moving out of freshman year. And he I was with friends and he called and I was like, No, call me later. And he texted me. He was like, I really just need to tell you this. And he told me that he had feelings for another girl. Mm. Girl, it probably, it, it really shattered me, but I was like, okay, figure. And this was the best friend, right? The best friend. And I was like, okay, well, y'all go be happy. She's obviously there. If you're telling me this, you obviously have deep feelings for her and she's with you at school. So I don't exactly know everything that you may not be telling me. So I was like, okay, go on, do whatever. But fast forward, this man married the girl in July, married her. And for a while, he was trying to still figure things out with me. 
and the, he he got married, but at 18, when we were a freshman in college, he made it clear that he wanted to be married by 22. Got his wish, but he got married. Um, he married the girl he cheated on me with, and that's how it ended. It it was a very ugly end. Um, I saw a lot of things from his perspective, how he was, um, whether when we were in person and then once we broke up of just how things were um, and how controlling he was that I didn't realize how mean he was. I'm so glad God blocked that situation. That was so, a lot. Yeah. That's crazy. He cheated on you and ended up marrying the girl. That's what and grown marrying. women. That's what grown women deal with. That's marrying. crazy. Marrying. Interesting. So interesting. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um. So, sissy, mm-hmm. tell me about your. Tell us rather about your previous relationships and how did they begin and how did they end? It's crazy that you just automatically pluralize that world. That word. That's crazy. It's because I know you. Anywho, so, you know what? Keep me honest. I've had three relationships, but only one has truly... Don't don't even try and count. Don't try and put names. With that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but only one has truly made a significant impact in my life. Let's just say his name is Tyrone because it fits. <laughs> I met Tyrone when I was 15. And this was a time in my life where I was very vulnerable, felt lonely. I wasn't liked by too many people. There were a lot of rumors um, spread about me. And I truly just didn't have anyone in terms of like friends and on top of that like things are chaotic at home you know dealing with my mom who's an alcoholic and Tyrone slid into my dms before this was even a thing like this is when I was 15 so this is back in like 2012 2013 and he slid into my dms and he said hey I just want to let you know if you need anyone to talk to I'm here for you because I see the way people are coming for you and I thought that was really nice. I didn't really question his intentions or his motives. I was like, okay, cool. And we just started talking back and forth. And the very first night we talked on the phone, we stayed up till six o'clock in the morning talking on the phone. And so um, to be completely honest, when I think about love and loving someone, Tyrone is the only man outside of my father that I've ever loved. Mm. Ever. And... Throughout the course of our relationship that turned into a situationship, we were both toxic to each other. I guess I'll use that word because that's the word everybody likes to use. Um, You know, he did cheat when we first started dating. And ever since then, I was like, nah, you, you can't be my man. However, I was still giving him benefits like he was my man. And I'ma just I'ma just keep it real. I was still I was giving him husband benefits, if you know what I'm saying. Um, and so I was stuck, not stuck, I was in that situation for seven years. So up until like earlier this year. 
So I met him when I was 15, fell in love with him when I was 16, and ended it at 22. And um, I ended because I had to make a decision on whether I was going to compromise God's plan for me or let this person and let this person hold me back. And to be quite honest, if I did not move away from Columbus, I'm 90% sure I would still be entertaining Tyrone. Hmm. That's a very brief synopsis um, of that relationship, but that's how it is. That's how it was. Why are you looking at me like that? Thank you for sharing, Sissy. No, I'm just thinking. About what? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just thinking. Oh, okay. So based upon the relationship that you told us about, Mm -hmm. what did it teach you about yourself, about men, or relationships in general? About myself? um, I think for me, one of those things... Being in love for the first time is so interesting. So oh, it's, weird. It's so great, though. Like, it's such a... Learning how to love... Oh, okay, go ahead. It's such a... <laughs> it's such a weird space. Your, your thoughts are different. Your, your actions are different. Your schedule is completely different. Um, everything you do sort of starts to revolve around this person. Or like, I gotta make yeah. time. Um, so I realized that I get attached easily. Once if I'm went once I'm down with you, I'm down with you. Once once you got me, you got me. I'm very loyal. And I think I love hard. I, I love super hard. And that goes down to like the loyalty part. And like once you got me, you got me. Like so I learned about that myself. Learned about that for myself. Um I learned that um I, I definitely learn my my love languages and I think one of those things that you have to definitely do in a long distance relationship is to cater to that because like you're not physically with me <laughs> stop rolling your eyes because we might not even believe in love languages I, I, I don't but that's a whole other episode I think <laughs> it's uh it's not crap but yeah continue <laughs> <laughs> so that I learned I learned that um, that I got at the end of it, I got really irritable really easily. Everything he did is irritated me. Everything. Because you didn't like him. Because I didn't like him. Exactly. So instead of ending it before it got really bad, I just put up with it. But everything else, everything irritated me, like everything. Um, so I, I learned that. In regards to relationships, relationships are hard. Relationships are about compromise. Um, there's a lot of things I did not realize I would have to compromise on. Um, and that means, okay, well, he's in Kentucky and I'm in, I was in North Carolina. And it's like, okay, well, I'm ready to go to bed. He promised he was going to call me when he, before I was going to bed. Now mm-hmm. I got to stay up. And it's like, well, did you consider his, his study schedule? Or maybe you could call him before you go to bed instead of waiting on him. Like just different things um, that I required 
and I thought like, well, he's supposed to do this automatically, but it's like, no, um, I learned that relationships, sac- you have to sacrifice a little bit, um, that goes into the compromise piece. I learned they're, they're hard. They're, they're not easy. I think, I think one of the biggest things we do as millennials, we like sugarcoat everything and it's just like cute pictures and it's dates and it's, uh, free food and everything else. And it's just, it's cute. It's, it's post worthy, but a lot of, sometimes it's not, you got to figure things out. You got to help make things work for the both of you. Um, so things aren't one-sided and you just, you just have to figure things out to make everything work for you and whatever works for us as a couple may not work for other people and what works for other people may not work for us. So not being able like not comparing anyone else's relationship to mine. That was a big one. Um, and then men in general, child, men are interesting. Men (laughs) are (laughs) like, I just couldn't, I think at the end of the day when I was like, how could you sit here and tell me that you have feelings for another girl but say that you're still in love with me. I was like, that makes no like sense. And even once we were broken up months later, still he's dating this girl, but slides back into my DMS. Like, I just don't understand your, your logic here, sir. So men are just so interesting to me. And I I don't have them quite figured out. This is why I lean on my sister. Cause my sister has a lot of inside knowledge. And she and she'll be able to tell me what this means because I don't have a clue. I have zero <laughs> clues about how men work and how men operate. So pray for my husband because I just I don't know. Men are simple. No we tend to be the ones that overthink things. Yikes! Yeah, sip on your water on that one. <laughs> well, can you answer the question? Yes. Now? <laughs> Jesus. Um. So my relationship with Tyrone has taught <laughs> the fact that I'm using that name <laughs> exactly um it's taught me a lot i mean it's it's taught me so much in terms about myself mm-hmm. it's taught me about the men i attract and am attracted to mm. and i had to think about like the different men that I've dated or talked to. Mm-hmm. It was the common denominator between all of them. Me. <laughs> Me. So I had to take a look at myself and I learned I tend to love people that I pity, quote unquote, mm. and think I can rescue. Ooh, sissy. And I was like, where is this coming from? It stems back to my father. Um, Being raised by a single father who sacrificed so much for me and seeing how my mother's family tried to depict him to be a mean, evil person Um, lied on him, spreading rumors about him. And he's trying to work, raise two girls, at one point trying to keep his marriage intact with an addict. And for me, it was like, how could you say all of these false 
terrible things about a great man and not show any support by any means. Like wasn't trying to really help out with me or or see where he needed support. And so in relationships that that has translated into me attracting and being attracted to mm-hmm. men who don't have that emotional support even when they should. Mm. And essentially all of that sums up into me trying to play God. That's really what it is. And I've learned that. And I learned and I thought the more I thought about the past seven years with Tyrone, like, yeah, me trying to play God. Because Tyrone isn't saved. He's not a believer. He will argue with me any chance he got anytime I talked about anything with religion. Um and so it was like, okay, God, well. I want to be the one to get him to church. I want to be the one to help him get saved. Like, I'll pray for him. I'll minister to him. And, and it's me trying to play God. Mm. Um, and that's one thing I learned. So one thing moving forward is that I'm now that I'm aware of that, um, there's certain characteristics that I look for in men now, which we'll, mm-hmm. t- we'll touch on that next week. Mm-hmm. In terms of relationships, mm-hmm. if I got nothing else from the past seven years, one mm-hmm. thing that I learned is soul ties are real. Mm. And for those of you who do not know, um, soul ties, it is an emotional bond that forms an attachment. Um, yes, it can happen out of um, like sexual intercourse, but that's not the only way that you can have a soul tie with someone. And I know a lot of people don't believe in soul ties, don't believe in an exchange of energies. That's what (laughs) people say, whatever. Um, But soul ties are so real. And soul ties will have you doing some crazy stuff. My y'all, I have an addict as a parent. And I'm picking up on addictive behaviors. Not even realizing it then. Now I know. Um... And essentially, Tyrone became my drug, and I couldn't get enough of it. I couldn't get enough. And so, um, that's why my heart breaks when people um, say that soul ties aren't a real thing. Because then I automatically think, oh, you probably got a soul tie. You don't even know it. Mm -hmm. Right? So, those are the two major things that that relationship has taught me that was good sissy well listen that's just (laughs) my my experience Mm. you really are the wheels are turning in your head they are i see it they are listen girl i told you it's been going down for these past couple (laughs) weeks you know what i got the blanket yeah what she's referring to y'all is um i have my own personal prayer shawl prayer cloth um and whenever she sees it she knows that it's about to go down or it has gone down so anywho moving on how do you think god felt about you being in that relationship with 
What's his name? Since you gave him a gave yours a name, I give him a uh, Bernard. Yeah, so random. That fits. That doesn't it? Okay, it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how do I think uh, God thought about me being with Bernard? Um, in the beginning, I thought God orchestrated it because. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm laughing because that's what a lot of people think. Yeah. That's what a lot of people think. But with sometimes, sometimes what people don't realize, not everything is bad that the enemy sends your way. Like, it Correct. don't all look bad. Not sure saying that don't. that was something that the enemy did to you, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I thought it was God orchestrated. Thought I spoke it into existence. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I thought this was good. You know why? Because the man, what was, is, I don't know, a minister. <laughs> and that's a whole nother thing. Girl, who he trained up under? His, his grandfather. Mm, anywho. Okay, go ahead. Anywho. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, oh, this is it. Okay, I'm going to be a first lady. Like, this is it. I have found my husband. He's going to be a minister. I'm going to be first lady. I'm going to have my women's ministry. That is what what am I, what I'm going to do outside of my day job. That's what, what's going to happen. And I was like, God orchestrated this because he knew that I needed and wanted a God-fearing man. Child. That's what I, in my head, I'm just like, God really just blessed me with a man that sends me prayers in the morning. If I don't answer the phone, he leaves a voicemail, all this stuff. God did not orchestrate that. Not whatsoever. Oh, no. Not at all. Ain't it um, funny how we try and, like, justify it in some somehow, some way. We try and, like... Put God, put God on it. Put God on it, and he's nowhere in it. And God's in here like, bro, what? <laughs> Excuse me? This is not my doing. Um, and how do I, I think at once I got into it, I just definitely don't believe it was God's best. I don't think that once things started, like relationships started to get, um, to move along and we actually had a title and things just, they weren't where they should be in the, in the God aspect that brought us together and like, Oh, he's a God for man. We're going to pray. We're going to do the vote. It completely went away. Completely. And it was more so about just him and me and like trying to figure it out long distance. And God was just not in the mess. And I don't think God wanted me to be in that relationship. And I think having him visit me during spring break was a very clear sign of that. Um, of just how everything happened and how I was just completely unhappy, how things like how my feelings were hurt and everything. It was just a very, it was very much so a sign that I didn't need to be in that relationship. And I think God orchestrated this part of it not happening it not working out. Um, the dream of being somebody's wife at, I don't know, 22. Thank God. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jesus did not come to pass. And I think 
he it wasn't his best for me. And as mm-hmm. much as I thought it was, as much as I thought that, okay, this is it. Like, I'm going to get married, Bernard, and we're going to have a family, and this is how we're going to do things. And it wasn't God's best. Because mm-hmm. I think I lost some of myself in that relationship because it was like, okay, now I got, I got this man. Mm-hmm. I got this man. And that's what I've been praying for. Right. Because I was, I was, uh, I never had been in a relationship and I had always wanted to be, you know, in high school, you just, everyone booed up in high school. You just want to get in where you can fit in. It was like, I got what I wanted. And then it's like, okay, God, I don't need you no more. Cause like, you sent me this man. And he, I just, I, he was not, um, in the mess. And I'm so grateful um that he chose to allow things to happen as they have and he blocked a lot of it so he did not want he did not want it at all i know he didn't i know god did not Mm -hmm. there was a lot of peace when it ended for me a whole Mm. lot of peace and i think that's what was like dang like i did i didn't i I don't even think i probably cried once and it was like okay Mm. And I think that was a clear sign. Mm. So yeah. What about you? Oh, <laughs> God was not pleased. Um, yes, I've disappointed him, and he checked me on it one day. Tyrone did something to piss me off, which is nothing new, and I was like, I just don't understand. Why he acts the way that he does, no matter what he does, I always forgive him. No matter how many times he messes up, I continue to love him. Blah, 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 blah. And God was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, I just forgive him time and time and time again. No matter what he does, I always forgive him and keep it pushing like nothing ever happened. And it was quiet. And then God said, so it's kind of like what I do with you, huh? I, I said, oh, fell out. Y'all, I was driving too on the freeway. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh. Mm. And I said, wait, God, let me recite this back to you just so we are on one accord <laughs> and I understand where you're coming from. So you're saying no matter how many times I mess up, you forgive me over and over again. And it doesn't stop you from loving me. No matter how I act towards you, no matter if I talk to you, if I don't. And he was like, yeah. How do you think I feel about it? That convicted me. Because essentially, Tyrone became my God. And God wasn't pleased with that. So ever since God and I had that conversation, that was really the catalyst for me um, doing anything that I could to cut ties. Mm with that man but i'm so grateful god is gracious yeah patient and merciful yeah Mm. yeah so knowing what you know now what would you tell your younger self about relationships it's okay to not be in a relationship i think in high school child in high school i wanted to be in a relationship so bad um had a potential and my mom wouldn't let me date him. And I just really wanted to be in a relationship because everyone else was. And I was like, 
what is wrong with me? Because everybody else in the relationship, everyone's booed up. So like, what is wrong with me? If I could go back and tell my younger self, like there's so much more that you need to be focused on and worried about them being in a relationship. Because I honestly don't think that dealing with that heartbreak for the first time, I was what, 18, 19. Um, I don't think that I would have been able to handle that in high school. Um, and I think the maturity level is completely different. You go through a whole first year of college, your maturity level is definitely different than when you were a senior in high school. So that was be one thing to don't rush it. I think also like one thing I would tell my younger self is like whoever you date right now or you think you want to date, they're temporary. Like I could have, I could think of people that I wanted to date that were interested in me but I could only see right then. And at this point, you see him on Facebook and it's like, I would have never been able to date you long term. I would have never been able to be your wife. I like never, ever. So just like thinking and telling myself it's okay. Like, and I think that is a big, huge part. And now even the college me, cause I was freshman year. It's still okay to wait. It's still okay to be, um, in the waiting season to be single, to do everything God wants you to do in this time. Um, and so when the man who God ordains to be your husband comes along, then you'll be ready. You've done all the things you need to do for yourself. Um, so those are the big, those are the biggest two. Don't rush it. It's, it's gonna come. I know that you want, you want attention and love and be booed up, but don't rush it because it's, it's so much more than, Let's take a cute picture. Let's hang out. Let's go out to eat. It's so much more than that. And being able to have a mature, healthy relationship takes a lot. Mm. So, yeah. What about you? I would tell my younger self, self, don't settle for anything less than God's best for you. Because Mm -hmm. temporary fulfillment isn't worth your soul. Ooh. That's exactly what I tell my younger self. And I'm not even sure if my younger self would understand that. Yeah. But me knowing the type of person that I was when I was young, when someone would tell me things that I wouldn't really understand it, but I knew what they were saying was wisdom, I would still like to keep it and take it into consideration. But that's what I would tell my younger self. Cause that's good. Temporary fulfillment is not worth compromising oh, no. anything God has for you. Not at all. So that's what I would say. And that's what I'm going to tell my daughter mm. and my sons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And mine, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, that was good. That was good. Ooh, mm-hmm. you were just sitting and thinking and marinating probably on oh, a lot of what I said. I am. Yeah. We're going to unpack this offline, but I am. Yeah. All righty. You going to do the Bible verse? Y'all know the drill. Bible verse of the week. 1 Corinthians 15.33 Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. I'm sure somebody's mama has told them this time and time again. I am sure. I'm 100% sure. And it is 100% correct. When you... uh, and this is regarding friends, this is relationships, this could be whatever. Um, truly, I, I truly think this verse is 100% correct. Like, 
bad company definitely corrupts good character because the company you keep like was the birds of a feather flock together is mm-hmm. that what it is? yes absolutely uh, and that can be relationships that can be friendships but just be careful in protecting like who is in your space in regards to relationships who you're allowing to be that close to you in that sense who are you allowing um to commune with you in that way and mm-hmm. to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend like be careful and understand um, how that relationship will impact your relationship with God or how how you'll start acting when you get in a relationship and how mm-hmm. you may throw God aside. So just be mindful and be careful. And if you see that, hey, I'm I'm starting to push God to a side because I got this new boo, correct that behavior and figure out if it's because they're taking me away from God if I'm doing it to myself or is this is something I need to be in, in the begin in the in the first place. So just correct those behaviors and just remember first Corinthians fifteen thirty-three. All right. Good stuff. So I'm gonna go ahead and close this out in prayer. Uh Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you so much because you are love and you love us with the kind of love that we cannot get from anyone else. You love us with an everlasting love heavenly father i want to pray for all of our brothers and sisters out there and i pray that you just open their minds and that they experience you in a new way so that they can experience your love heavenly father so they understand and they learn that there is no love like the one that you provide for us i also want to pray for anybody that has any unhealthy soul ties god we severance them in the name of jesus god we pray Heavenly Father, that you give us clarity, God, that you give us direction when it comes to the people that we may be in relationships with or we may want to pursue relationships with. God, give us wisdom so that we don't compromise the plans that you have for us because what you have for us is greater than what we could ever plan out for ourselves. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're a God that hears us when we pray. You are a God that answers us always. You are a God that speaks to us God so let our ears be open to the things that you have to say to us and let our eyes see the things that you want us to see concerning the people in our lives in Jesus name we pray amen 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 we're gonna close this thing out if you have any topic suggestions please fill out the form in our link tree in our bio on Instagram let us know what you think about this week's episode you want to tell us your experience with the relationships you want to agree with some things disagree with some things just let us know talk to us we just want to hear um what you all think listener letters please submit those by the soul um by emailing the soul sisters podcast at gmail.com and until next time y'all be blessed bye bye